Dunkin' is putting a whole new spin on pumpkin at Dunkin' with our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Smooth, bold, cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam made with cinnamon and nutmeg spices. And there's more pumpkin for you to love, like the delicious fall classic, our pumpkin spice signature latte. Rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Sip into the fall season with the $3 medium pumpkin cream cold brew or pumpkin spice signature latte. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusion apply. Valid on pumpkin spice signature latte only in all cold foam cold brew. Okay, hello everyone. Uh, this is Jordan from Real Talk. Um, thanks for listening last week. Uh, we did a podcast about traveling. Um, we got quite a lot of um, views and comments and a few people that want to come on as a guest in the future. Um, it was really nice and we've got a few things lined up for the next few weeks. Uh, but this week we're talking about university. Um, so Jack, uh, whereabouts are you sort of at the moment in your university sort of life? Um, well, in terms of my studies, um, I'm currently in my second year um, in Leeds at the moment. Um, I've got another three years left after this this year's finished. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm only halfway through my second year, um, still got a while to go. And I know obviously you've, you've finished now, haven't you, Jordan? So what are you up to now? I finished. I did uh, three years at Leeds Beckett. Um, I pretty much went straight from from school which was a bit, I really liked it. I had a great time, but honestly, like my university life gone so quickly. It was three years and it's gone, it's, it's gone like at the click of a fingers. But when I look back, so much has happened. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I experienced that within like still being here. So like when I first came back this year, or even in my first year, really, like up until Christmas time, it goes a bit slow, and then after Christmas, man, the 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 uni year's over. Everything else is like fast after that. Um, I've already forgotten what to say, man. It's already just started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how are the exams going? You've had one today. Uh, I mean, the one today didn't go very well um, for numerous reasons, really. Um, I've had a lot going on um, at home at the moment, um, and also, I'll be honest, I, I should have done a lot more work. Um, but I just have to take it on the chin, work hard for my next exams and work hard the next semester to make up for it. Um, and I'm sure it'll all work out. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, what do you think the most important thing um, about going to university is? Well, I was thinking about this because obviously we sort of plan to do a podcast about uni. Um, and I feel like a lot of the stress, especially from older generations, from, from my experience and people I've spoken to is, it's all about what job you're going to get. And one of the things that surprised me, I don't know if you felt the same, is that the amount of people at university that sort of change the course of the direction of their lives that they think they're going to be on. So yeah, like, yeah, you're right, so like, you're right. Yeah, like even myself included and so many people that I know have gone into uni knowing exactly what they're going to do. They've got like a course and that's going to lead them to a specific job which they're going to do when they graduate. And probably like eight or nine people out of 10 that I've met at uni can end up doing something completely different. And a lot of like older people, especially like my, my parents and like my grandparents and stuff, find that really strange. They're like, why are you not? So I did sports therapy and they're like, why are you not a sports therapist now? And I'm like, yeah. well, I might not want to do it. And I might, maybe in the future, definitely not now, but it's, it's unf- like, I, I, th- I think uni's changed so much in the last few years and some of the benefits aren't necessarily specific skills for one specific job. It's sort of a, a rounded arch of like learning to be a person, learning how to live, learning what you like, learning what you don't like. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I'd also say that like, that's the thing, though, just in life in general. Like, you're really, year by year, like, you change so much as a person, and especially like, when you're living at university on your own in an entirely new environment. Um, your progression's kind of like, and your, your, your maturity just like instantly um, moves forward. And I feel as though anything can happen. Like, there's always external stimulus. Like, you could, you might go to university to become, I don't know, you might do economics, right? But mm-hmm. you come from an area where um, you've not really been able to have the opportunity to like um, delve into music or, um, or pursue a different avenue of like, something you've not been exposed to, like back at home. Um, and I feel as though once, once people are exposed to all these different these different opportunities, they might find something that they are truly passionate about. And I feel as though um, that it's not too late to obviously pursue that. Um, and it differs. Obviously, people come straight to university; they know what they want to do. But as I've just said, like people mature, people change, people want different things out of life. Um, due to the many reasons like through the experiences whilst at uni prior um, and I think that's what's going to lead them to um, wherever they want to be essentially yeah so you took a gap right like a year before as a break yeah, yeah. How, how important do you think that is um, and how because how, a lot of people are scared to do that a lot of people finish school I, I don't think having a gap year is as, as, as prevalent as it probably should be in the UK at least yeah, well, I'll touch on um, why I think people are a bit put off about that first. I, I feel as though people have got this mindset when when they're younger, and just from my experience, that obviously time is very valuable. But like one year of your life to really think about um, that a couple of decisions that will affect you later on in life is not a long time, realistically. Um, and I think people trick themselves into thinking that time's running out and they need to make a decision fast. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of people don't really um, want to jump into university. I mean, sorry, want to jump into university and make a decision. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, if I'm honest, I accidentally had like two years out. I didn't, I didn't have a single gap year. Um, I went to college, obviously, with you, as you know, did my A-levels. Um, but whilst I was there, I mean, there's many reasons why I originally didn't want to go to university. Um, I was hanging around with the wrong people, doing things that I probably shouldn't have been doing. Um, and having a bit of a bad attitude towards my towards college and like, actually working hard at college and also an effect of that like I just because I wasn't enjoying it because I wasn't applying myself um, didn't really want to go to university at first so a lot of people where we live um, tend to like join the military um, so I'd, I had a look into that I wanted to um, join the Royal Marines um, so I actually pursued that um, originally um, Went down to Limston, did my PRMC, which is essentially um, like a four-day exercise, and you have tests each day, both like physical mm-hmm. and like um, academic, um, and you've got to pass each day and finish all four days to then uh, be eligible to start your training. But on the third day, um, I got injured and basically got sent home, and they told me that I had to do a one-year rehabilitation diary. And at that point, um, I was in as, again. I was in the same mindset as the people that go straight to university I was like time's running out um I'm, I'm, I'm I need to make a decision like what am I going to do uh unfortunately like I met my ex-girlfriend um and had the opportunity to like really see what university was like through her so in my first gap year um I got a chance to stay in Sheffield with her and see what it was like and when I was there I realized that this is where I should be but um it wasn't too late in the sense that I could um turn my life around and 
pursue that but I'd missed the start of the academic term um, so I had to wait another year before I could even uh, resit to then go to university so during that time um, my friends that I made through her uh, in Sheffield wanted me to go traveling so I went traveling around Europe with them over summer um, and then the year after I uh, went back to college restart my levels um, again went traveling and now I'm at university um, so anyone out there that is still thinking about going to university that may listen to this like it's never too late I mean Jordan there's, there's, there's people on your course or there was people on your course and there's people on my course that are like nearly 30 years old trying to like better their lives trying to pursue a career that they're interested in like it's never too late to um to do to pursue something you're interested in yeah a lot of people who've changed careers as well who I've met who've done one thing they've done it well and then they've changed their mind and wanted to go into com- something completely different yeah, I feel as though that's like part of human nature, though. I feel as though, um, like for me personally, I'm always wanting to progress, no matter in, in every sense of the word. Um, and as we get older, like I've already came to the conclusion now that um, that I'm not really sure what I want to do when I'm older, but I'm not going to drop out of uni. I'm still going to work hard and uh, have my qualification behind me. I know it's going to be something related to um, what I'm studying at the moment, um, but I'm. I'm just taking a bit of a chilled approach and just seeing what I do truly, what I'm truly passionate about. I mean, um, I've been, I've been very interested in music uh, recently. I've been doing that in my spare time, just trying to produce some music. Um, and I, if I'm honest, I kind of regret, and I've also been playing drums um, and I kind of regret not actually pursuing music when I was younger, not in it for any reason to make a career out of it, but I just think it's very rewarding and very fun. Um, hobby and passion to to be involved in um i mean so yeah you're right you you definitely learn a lot about yourself and like find new things that you might never that that you put probably always there like you're saying interesting music but you never would find it without that push from someone do you know what i mean but having said that i don't think the uni is for everyone like i've I've met a lot of people like the i don't know about how many people dropped out on your course because my course started as I think there was about 250 people and um, but when I graduated there was about 70 of us or 80 of us so in the time that I was there more than t- about two-thirds of, of the people on my course had dropped out and gone most of them within the first year some of them in the third year yeah I mean on my course originally there was like around 150 people and then I think even just after my January exams it went down to like 113 mm-hmm. uh, but that kind of ties into I think the maturity and aspects of it so anyone who is thinking about uni it's not as easy as you may think you still have to work hard to do well um or else you are going to fail and I feel as though especially your first year at university you don't it's such a different way of being taught it's more independent um and you have to adapt um and if you don't you you might fail but I think a lot of people let the failure defeat them rather than Mm -hmm just take it on board and try and just try and learn from that mistake. Like I've, I've, I've failed like quite a lot in life and I've still managed to get to the position I am now through hard work and determination and anyone can, if they just believe it. Yeah. I've got a lot of respect for anyone who's finished any uni course, no matter what it really is, to be honest, just because of the, like you said, how adaptable you've got to be and how much different it is to say like a college, you know, course, you've got to like be independent and search out answers yourself you've also got to live independently and like figure out how to get by in life and pay bills and um, 
deal with the pressures of exams. I don't know how you're, how are you feeling with it? Are you feeling pretty stressed? Cause I used to get quite stressed, man, in, in the exam. Well, I'm not going to lie, like, um, it's one of those, like, for this exam today, like I said, it didn't go very well. Um, I tried doing as much work as possible and I'm, I'm not like, I've not just like decided to do my work, my work like the week before the exam. It's not, mm-hmm. there's nothing to do with that. It's more the fact that like, um, especially with how like intense my course is, I, I should be doing a lot more work through, through the year. And, um, I kind of trick myself into thinking I'm doing a lot more than I am. And then it comes to exam season and I probably prioritized a lot of other stuff, left the harder stuff till last minute. And I've learned just from today, I guess that I should definitely just keep on top of things in order for my um, exams to go smoothly so I wasn't stressed before but now now I am stressed just because of how today went really do you think you were were procrastinating a little bit not really I mean I'm pretty like um, organized so what I'd tend to do is I'd I'd like set a routine in my day and I wouldn't really procrastinate like for me personally everyone's able to like work Uh differently so I have to if I can't sit at my desk, I can sit at my desk for an hour and do work or two hours, but then I just think the quality just deteriorates like, if I stay there longer. So I, I tend to do half an hour, have a five-minute break, half an hour, do a five-minute break, and then two hours, and try and do six hours a day, eight hours a day um, during exam season. But prior to that, like I said, when I'm, when I'm during the semesters going on, I tend to like just do like two hours work every now and again, but I probably should be doing like two hours three hours work every day but um i don't realize the importance of that until like my exam season comes on have you got your own sort of revision style because i sort of found mine i got into my groove like sort of towards the back end of first year and sort of figured out what works for me yeah i think i'm more of a visual learner um which is quite good i guess because i mean you can just go on like youtube and people can explain um something you may be looking for so like some concepts or something in like five ten minutes but based on the notes that I'm given, I might not be able to understand it without a bit of guidance. Um, so I would say I'm more of a visual learner. Um, but you just have to keep going over and over things. Like that. I think another pe- reason why people get like put off of like um, uni and, like, um, is when, when they fail um, or like when they're revising even as well and they're not making any progress. I think that that's for like two reasons really. You need to set like realistic goals and you have to like, you can't be so naive to think that you're getting, you're going to university. It's not supposed to be easy and you're not supposed to be able to pick up things instantly. Like you got, you've got to work at things in order to get better at them. Um, and I think a lot of people don't really realize that. I think a lot of people just expect to just understand something. And then when they can't, it, they just, it really gets to them and like brings them down. They do. They do. And one of the things that was surprising to me when I went to uni was some people's reliance on uh, sort of like, drinking and, uh, and and drugs because i didn't realize the drugs culture would be so big especially in the uk yeah um and i've met a lot of people and like yeah yeah it's, it's good to um you know have fun and go out for a drink or whatever but like some people who are way too reliant on on like substance to keep themselves sort of semi-distracted i would say even from their work like a I don't, I'm not name any names, but a lot of people who would, who definitely should have been revising and were failing all their exams, but then they were spending every weekend just, just abusing all the drugs, booze, and all this and that, and like that, that was a big surprise to me. And then people complain because they've not got enough time to revise, but then they're spending all the time doing all this. I don't know. That was something that sort of shocked me a little bit when I went to uni, which was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think there's numerous reasons, really. I think. 
stress like it's been shown no matter if it's related to uni or whatever people tend to like get rid of the stress by taking drugs or like yeah, drinking yeah, alcohol yeah. and then they don't really realize how to manage the stress and then they just become dependent on the substance um and again i think a lot of people just take drugs for many reasons just obviously escape like reality really that's like the whole point of it um and again i just think like a lot of people just have the priorities wrong but that's part of like being being mature isn't it like knowing when to enjoy yourself and then when to work hard mm-hmm. uh, and then again like some people part back to the escape thing some people just like accept defeat and just they might have work to do or whatever let's say and then because they're getting frustrated like they're stressed out like they don't want to do it they're not making any progress with the work they've just accepted failure for their exams and then they kind of just obviously use the substances or drink um, to kind of just for trying to get to be distracted, like I said, and just not have, not have to face the problem face on. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, but it's quite scary, though, like I said. I mean, um, I don't know if it's when we got, I don't know if it's as we get older anyway, I guess, but at university, like I was also surprised at like how big the UK drug culture is. Yeah, I didn't uh, think it'd be so prevalent. I was I was naive, I guess, like before I went to uni. I don't know, maybe naive, maybe that's just the usual sort of thing. But like, especially, I think Leeds though is particularly like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty bad, it's for all that. <laughs> so maybe we were like sort of exposed to something a little bit more extreme than the norm. I'm not too sure, I, but I, I don't think so. I think it's probably like that across most. Of yeah, them. It's probably it's probably like that in most places. I do agree. But do you also think that? It might have something to do with the music scene that, that in Leeds. Anyway, so obviously you study in Leeds, like I'm currently studying here. Yeah. It's got like a huge music scene. Like, yes. And I feel as though that is partly one reason why. Yeah, and the style, and the, how it's all a lot of techno and sort of dance music and rave. Yeah, 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 yeah I guess. I kind of miss uh, that though, man. I miss, I miss like the uni life and the uni nightlife to an extent. That's and communal living. Like I miss, I actually miss miss my housemates and like there's a lot about uni that I thought I didn't like at the time, and then now it's gone. I actually miss it quite a lot. Yeah, I can imagine because you you just take it for granted, don't you? You do, and it's gone by so it's gone by well quick. It's it's like it's it's like it never happened. But then, like we were saying before, if I could go back to my past self in my first year of uni. I was a completely different person. Like you change and mature so much, and that's why I've got mad respect for anyone who's finished a degree and got through the other side and done pretty well. Because I know how much not not just me, but anyone will change a lot throughout that. Especially if you go from nineteen, twenty years old. The, the, I didn't realize there was such a big difference between a person who is nineteen and a person who's twenty two, twenty three. When I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm nineteen. I mean, I'm an adult basically, but now I'm 22, turning 23. I, I see the difference, not just in people who are 19, but in myself, like me at 19 versus me now, as a completely different person. Like I'm so much, I mean, I'm I, I, just different, you know what I mean? And, you, and you're so much more matured, which I didn't even realize at the time. No, you are right. And I always I, I think about it sometimes. Like, I feel as if I stayed at home. Um, one reason why we probably mature so much is because you have to deal with so many different experiences, whether they're good or bad, like at university. And you would never come into contact with these problems or experiences if you didn't go. Um, so in that sense, I think that's why you mature, because you, you've learned to adapt to a certain 
um, problem that's been put in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have thought so. What was your um, halls experience like? You know what? I've got like mixed feelings about my halls experience, really, if I'm honest. Like, so how it works at my university, um, you could only apply for like one hall as a residence. And if you didn't get it, you just had to kind of like, you get given an offer uh, by university of a different accommodation if you didn't get it. And you'd either have to accept that or um, like find alternative accommodation on your own, which like anyone who's wanting to go to university will, will probably be against that idea. Um, so yeah, so I applied to live um, at James Bailey um, for my university, but I didn't, I didn't get my place there. So I got put in a place called like Liberty Dock. And the reason I have like mixed feelings about staying there is because on one hand, it is very unsociable and it kind of like, and that's another reason why people might be put off of university actually. Like you go and like you're, you're, you're leaving home for the first time. Uh, you're living in your own with a bunch of strangers. Like some people can get put off of that. Mm-hmm. And it's not guaranteed that you're going to get on with these people, but that's part of like life and like obviously growing up. Um, so like my halls, my first, because um, I stayed in the same place, I st- the first room that I got put in, in the same accommodation, um, everyone was like always in the rooms, like there was nothing really going on. But in general, like the place was like very unsociable. But the good thing about that is that it, it had like kind of like a bit of a community sense, like everyone because I'm a, I'm a very sociable person so I ended up coming into contact with everyone else who's very sociable and although that might have been a very few people as residents in comparison to all the others um it, it is more intimate I guess on, on, based on my experience you seem to have a good vibe about it your halls like yeah and no yeah and no like pretty like, sound it, like good, good vibe from the people as in the people that were sociable but the bad vibe was more so the fact that obviously, even though, like you said, like I'm 22 now and I would have only been 20 when I came to uni, but I'd, I'd moved to Liberty Dot, like I said, and I was just getting treated like a kid by all the staff that like, worked there and they were treating it like a prison, where, whereas essentially awful. it was just, yeah, it's, essentially it was just like flats, isn't it? And like you wouldn't get that off of the security guard in your, in your apartment complex, would you? Like they just leave you to it. Um, and I get, like I said, one reason why they have to be so strict is. I guess because of the drug culture, but even if you you weren't even taking drugs, you'd get harassed. Like, um, from my experience, but that's just personal. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's not the the same everywhere. But I'd say like that's the reason why it was like mixed, good and bad. Like, it's good because of people that I met, but bad because of um, the rooms that the rooms that I was actually in and the location and the staff that worked there. Really, mm-hmm. I think it, it depends, doesn't it? It's completely independent to, based on your flatmates, which halls you're at. And stuff like that, because I've I've heard so many different stories throughout halls. But all in all, I, my halls was a great year. Like I loved it, and I always think like it's one of the more memorable years in my life, and like places that I've lived. And I would rec- like anyone who goes to uni, I would recommend going to halls to begin with, like to get to know people, especially if you're like younger, like maybe not if you're a mature student. Like I would never go back to halls now. There was a guy in my halls who was who was like 32, and. It was a bit weird. He used, to always, he used to always message me and be like, do you want to come over and play FIFA? And I never really wanted to go and play FIFA. But I had no friends at the time because it was the beginning. So then he invited me to go out for a few drinks with him. And he said that there was like 15 other people coming. So I said, yeah, yeah you know, why not? So we went for drinks and it was me and him and this one other guy. He said everyone else didn't turn up. And then we, <laughs> we went to players. And there was no one in players. There was nobody there. 
except for us, and which is like not a very good club anyway. And he was drinking quadruple vodka water. Oh man, he was disgusting. <laughs> I never, I never didn't even know that was an option. Like I know you could just ask for it, but who, who in the right mind? That's criminal. That's criminal. Hey, with like slightly, didn't even taste watered down. It was watered down, but it didn't taste it. And it was just, it was awful, mate. And then we went to karaoke, and then he started singing. Did you, get, did you get up? Did you get up? I didn't get up. No, we went to beer keller, and it was actually quite. He was going up in there. It was quite busy, and he, him, and his mate kept going up and singing karaoke and asking me to critique them after. They'd be like, "How do you, how do we do? What you know? What would you improve?" And I was like, "I don't know, man. It's just, it's just karaoke." <laughs> and I had that's to the thing, thing, I guess, isn't it? Like that's another good thing about university. Gives you the other opportunity of like being able to meet like-minded people that you wouldn't necessarily meet while you're at home. Whether that's meeting people that have a similar passion to you or a similar mindset. Did you uh, know the the lingo from like different parts of the UK? Um, yeah, no. I mean, at my university, there's, there's quite a, a big presence of people from the south of England. Um, but I don't know. It's a bit weird. Like, I wouldn't say there's a divide, but just just through my friendship group, I don't really have many friends that. Um, uh, from the south side, I'm that high person that really like re- really like learned the lingo. Uh huh. I definitely learned some like living with. I was living with some like I want to say like kind of like road men, like <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. And like yeah, I, I knew you. I started about, picking up on the lingo a little bit, especially in my third year and stuff. And it's quite funny. Like I've I've met people. I've, met, I've got a lot of brummy friends as well. So I started picking up all these little brummy things. I never knew existed, especially from where we come from, because everyone's got such a distinct sort of local accent generally. So, like, getting out of that and learning some other words and stuff, I thought that was pretty cool. The same goes for us, I guess, when people meet me and you in it, like... Yeah. Um, especially, because I think one thing that does actually happen, you know, I, I reckon my accent probably has changed a bit, but not even just from coming to uni. Like, when I was at uni in Sheffield, like, it, it's it's known that when you're around people for a long like a big duration of time, I remember when you came back from America like last <laughs> year, and you, you sounded like you're an American, like kind of knew that you, you wouldn't have just been pretending. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's the sheer fact that you've been around Americans for like three or four months, like you're gonna end up picking their habits and like talking yeah. like them, whether you know it or not. I think so. Um, some people have more of a tendency to do that. Like I definitely do. I don't know if you do. You, do you? Would you say? Um, I'd say I'd say so. Yeah, I think everyone does. Yeah, I think so. I think, like, some people more than others, though, do you know what I mean? Like, some people pick up things massively. Like, when I was living with, with like, these road people from, like, in London, every time I would come back home and I would just sound, I'd, I'd, just, I'd just say these things that were just a bit weird. Like, I'd say, like, like, Wagwan or something like that. I'd say, I'd, say, I'd say that I'm probably, like, pretty susceptible to that. Like, when I went traveling last year, uh, yeah, last year in Vietnam, um, I wasn't really with, like, many... English people really I was with like quite a lot of Australians and Canadians like from from my entire time there and they like obviously they both they both speak uh, both countries speak English but the words that are used for the same words for the same objects and stuff or the same I don't even know activities or something I don't know um, like they use such different words you know what I mean it's, it's just funny hearing like that's why I like I'm pretty easily amazed in general I guess and I find a lot of things funny but just like I just when someone's just Australian I just find anything to say funny for some. I don't know why. Like it's just because it's so different. It's just so different, and they just speak normally. Like, not necessarily the accent, more so the lingo that they use. Yeah. Uh, I just think I think Australians are funny. They are fucking bogan. <laughs> you fucking bogan. <laughs>
Even Canadians make yeah. an A at the end of everything. <laughs> well, like I said, I've not really had a chance to meet many Americans. You got a chance to live there. Like, what? What? How do they? How? How do you think yeah. they talk? Depends. It depends where they're from. Like, it could be. It could be from all over. It's quite funny. I've got a mate here from um, a teaching friend of mine, and he's from. Um, he's from the south. He's from Georgia, and um, we had to do like demo teaching lessons with each other, uh, where sort of the, the people teaching would be the teacher, and then the rest of us would pretend to be students who don't really speak English. And he he would like he did a lesson on like sweets on like candy and he'd be like I guess like yeah he'd be like this lesson is about candy and then he'd, <laughs> he'd ask us all he'd be like do you like Skittles and he'd have like a flashcard that has a picture of Skittles on it it was the weirdest thing and then no, we'd all we'd all have to go yes I love Skittles and then he'd just repeat it again and again he'd be like do you like Skittles in like this deep sort of American accent and it was just so bizarre and he's teaching kids now and they're all gonna grow up. Like these Vietnamese kids, they're gonna have like a huge <laughs> American twang. He's like, "Hey y'all," and all. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a, that's a, that's another thing actually. Like I said, like with uni, um, oh, you get a lot of international people um, come over, coming to, come to England, and like coming to to study over here, and you get to meet p- people from all different cultures, um, which I I've, I I kind of like. I'm grateful for because I wouldn't have had the opportunity to to do that. I mean, um, I've got a friend from Greece and. Next month, he like he's from Athens. He's asked me to like go to stay at his in Athens for like a week, right. uh, and I wouldn't have if if I didn't come to university. Like, who's to say that I would have ever had the opportunity to do that? Yeah, man, that ties back to um uh, sort of last last week's post, doesn't it? Sort of going yeah, yeah. similar to traveling in a way, in the sense that you can get out of your comfort zone and meet people. I think, and it's a it's a rewarding experience if if you choose the right course. And if it's right for you, like a lot of people jump into uni without having like properly thought it through. I think yeah. people need to take the time like you did. I, I personally don't think I needed to. I, pro- I probably should have taken a year, but I was pro- probably in the right position to go. I would have probably been worth taking another year, but I was OK. But I would recommend to most people definitely thinking about having that year sort of gap. And then really sort of, um, I think the city and where you live is is can be just as important as the course that you're doing um yeah, yeah for sure. you're going to be in a lot of people overlook that and they get too fixated on the course for example my my course was great but it was it was more so leeds that's what i really wanted to live in that city which was relatively close to home but i think at 19 i was a bit scared i didn't want to move too far and even so even if leeds had been far away i think that city was definitely the right choice for me as soon as i went there i got like a good feeling about it um well i think that's the main thing really take your time Try and figure out exactly which city you want to be in. Go and visit the city and then get put yourself out there. Try and find new hobbies and interests and don't be boring and stay like the people. Well, I was going to say, to be fair, I was going to ask that. Like, what would what advice would, would you give to people that are thinking of like coming to university? That's probably it, yeah. Just, just, just like take your time, try and figure out the city that you want to be in, sort of the right environment. Join some societies. I wish I joined some. I joined a sport. I started playing volleyball and I was all right. Well, I wasn't great, but... Um, and that was about like uh, being fucking the best best volleyball player there is. It's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. being a part of a team, getting to meet new people. Like mm-hmm. that's probably the most important thing, isn't it? But I wish I'd joined society. I think a society would have been good. Um, I'd say yeah. I'd say my advice would be similar to that. Really, like take your time. Um, if you are at college at the moment, um, think about what you want to do. And if you are unsure, I would personally say have a year out. Um, wait till you are certain that you you want to come to university and study um, 
whatever you're interested in rather than jump into something because a lot of people I know actually um like I said jump into it pick a course that they're not necessarily interested in or no think they're interested in yeah go there feel out a bit and then that it's not for them and then dropping out um so I think you take time with your decision for what course you want to do um also like where you want to live um because I I didn't think that would be such a big factor actually when I was applying to like um, university but then when I went to my applicant days and stuff and I got to visit the cities that um that I applied to to study at um some of them I was just like so put off of the idea of living there mm-hmm. so that's quite important and that while you're at university my advice would be um be patient put yourself out there and do your work I don't don't just treat it as like some sort of um holiday because a lot of people tend to procrastinate don't really do the work and you've got you've you're here to do your work as well but you're also here to enjoy yourself but you need to get the balance right or else mm-hmm. um your experience at university um may not be ruined but it, it could put a lot of stress on you yeah and people who are graduating soon or have just graduated or having your exams maybe in your last year relax like so like people in my third year were stressing they were like oh i don't know what i'm gonna do as soon as they get out of uni it's all right it don't matter just chill it'll be okay if you finish uni and you don't have the job that you wanted or like the travel plans that you intended to have like it's fine like there's time you can relax a little bit like people just used to get overstressed i think and think that they need to know everything now, now, now. Take it one step at a time. Try and do well in your exams. Try and get a short to midterm plan if you can. And just, you'll be fine. You'll do well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good to, it's good to think um, in the future. But if you start thinking too far in the future, it'll affect like, what you're doing in the present. Mm-hmm. So like I said, like, you should set like um, attainable goals that aren't too far ahead in the future. Like, so the midterm sort of plan. Rather than think about, like, like I said, I've got three years left at university after this year like how can I decide now what I want to do in three years time like from my experience of getting a bit older and being on the path that I've that I've taken I just think that like, that'd be so hard and that it, a lot of people will put the stress on themselves when um, they, they don't feel as though they are working towards that goal because it's so far away you need to, you need to set something that's attainable or else you're just going to become disheartened mm-hmm. I think so um Boy, oh, this has gone gone pretty quickly. Yes, <laughs> so well, yeah, so we wrap it up again with a funny story. Should we wrap it up with a funny story? Yeah, yeah I think so. Rooks, yeah. Um, quick, quick, funny story, uni related. Have you got one? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, again, I don't know if people will find this funny, but I just, I just find another thing actually. I think uni is just full of unpredictable. It's like so unpredictable, and in a sense, I kind of like how random every day is. Yeah. Um, and this again is like quite a random story. So. Uh, when I first came back in my second year, um, I didn't get off to the best start with my housemates. Um, like my room had been taken, we'd already arranged rooms and stuff, and everyone had kind of like fallen out of me like over summer um, in regards to travelling. So like I was kind of on my own against my, my my full house, and I was obviously like I, I, I talked to you about it. I was like a, a bit confused as to like what I should have done. Yeah. So anyway, like this is just um, the first week back. I wasn't having the best time because of that. And um, one thing I do like, I just if I see a homeless person that like, I smoke, I just have a, have, a, have a cig with them, have a chat with them. And um, I'd been back like in Leeds, like over uh, back in the summer, like skateboarding. And there's like a one stop, obviously, in a skate park. And there's this one homeless guy called Graham. <laughs> called Graham. Yeah. And uh, I, I started chatting to him pretty regularly. So 
in my week back, I was walking to walking back from uni. I walking to I can't remember. And um, again, I was having a chat. I had a chat with him, and I was like, "He's like, oh, like, what sort of you today? Like, you don't you don't seem like you're in the best of moods." And I was just like, I told him a story about what had happened or whatever. And he's like, "Show me a photo of the guy who took your room." And I was like, "Like, why? Like, why? Like, why do you want to see him?" He's like, "If I see him, I'll do him in for you." And I was just like, I sat there. I was thinking in my head, I was like, "What? Like, no, I can't do that." Like, like I was just I was just surprised that this this homeless guy essentially was gonna. Um, do a hit on like this guy that took my room <laughs> and I didn't even ask I didn't even ask him to do it he was just like in a way it's like kind of sweet in a way it but I was just like no I'm, I'm all right like don't worry about it <laughs> but yeah I mean it's, that's, it's just quite random isn't it how my relationship with this homeless guy <laughs> has led to this homeless guy being a potential hitman for me where about yourself anyway like, where about yourself Oh, I'll do a couple of quick ones. So I just like it. I find it funny. I find the university nightlife very funny and very, it's strangely varied. Like it's very varied and in Leeds it's great. And in first year, me and my mates went out and we're like, last minute, let's go out to the uh, nightclub. We went to space. We've been to space. And then we went there and it was like just a standard student night. And we got in and we look up at the decks and I'm like, oh, DJ looks a bit like Gokwan, do you not think? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> the other mate was like, yeah, it looks a lot like Gokwan, but it's obviously not Gokwan. And then the guy in the announcer was like, and now for DJ Gokwan. And it was Gok- <laughs> the TV fashion guy. He just DJed in space. And it was actually quite good. It was pretty See, that's just what I'm really- saying, though. Like, that kind of ties in, like, just the ra- just sheer randomness of <laughs> you being... A cl- again, because you, you, you were not expecting... You know Gokwan yeah. is prior oh. to going there. Yeah. You go in there... What, and obviously you still had a really good time but it's just like you're looking there you probably had a bit to drink or whatever and you're like you're probably thinking is that Gokwan and it's like <laughs> you probably like question yourself in your head you, I was it's like is that Gokwan and then obviously you must have had a good night and you must be able to to fucking play the tracks <laughs> speaking of randomness I used to, I also had so for so I did sports therapy at uni which is a lot of hands on massage and like injury prevention and uh, so for Christmas not the Christmas just gone, the Christmas before I got a massage bed. So I took it to uni with me and I would like treat my housemates. I lived with three other guys. I would give them like massages. My other, my other mate who I lived with was a sports therapist. So we'd give each other massages and stuff and like sort our, our hips out and all that. But we set the bed up in such a way that it was like in front of our kitchen window and our kitchen window looked directly into another kitchen window of this group of girls <laughs> like opposite us. And I swear they were always washing their pots. They just had like a never ending pile of pots that they were just always washing. So there was always someone there. But sometimes they, you know, there wouldn't be someone there washing the pots. And I'd be massaging my mate. And then they'd all come and start washing the pots and just be laughing. And then they'd switch. So they could just all year for like several months, every time they were washing the pots, we were just sort of massaging each other. <laughs> It's just, it's just a bit weird. I guess we never spoke to him, <laughs> but obviously they, yeah, they just knew us as those. Kids. Kids. I like you just would never have expected that. No, well, not more so. They would have never expected that. Yeah, and 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 <laughs> I'd say, like, yeah, yeah, man. I, I am very grateful for for the time to come to university. I know that I've made a good decision. Yeah, I think so. It's a good experience. It's, it's um, it's definitely life changing in many ways. Um, you find your passions. You find what you're not so passionate about. You think you, it's, it's a lot of ups, it's a lot of downs for some people as well. Um, for most people, um, it can be stressful and you learn how to deal with that. But if you get through the other side, like I said, a lot of respect for, any, for anyone who could finish a course. 
and it's worth it's worth it. it's got great very rewarding even year by year just like making it through it and like proving to yourself that um that that you are able to do to, to do and to do your work and finish uni and then go out into the real world yeah man good chat should we uh, yeah should i was we... gonna say um yeah we'll, we'll wrap it up i was gonna say like if anyone if anyone is still listening obviously we've we've ticked over by like 10 minutes today but hopefully it's been worth it um so yeah thank you for the feedback again um and hopefully you've enjoyed this this podcast hope so let us know if you want to come on we've got, we've got some potential guests lined up like a three-way sort of skype call coming <laughs> Apologies if I'm tired today. It's quite late my time, and I've been busy. So have you. Right. Should we see you next week? All right, in a bit, Mum. See you next week, dude. The air we breathe, the water we drink, the soil that grows food for our families. These basic elements are essential to healthy, happy lives. America's corn growers think so too. Across the country, they're pitching in every day and doing the work to produce food and fuel that is healthy in a sustainable way. Go to ncga.com to learn more about how corn farmers grow a more sustainable future for us all. That's ncga.com. Hey, do you love a good story? Great. Then you got to check out the Hashtag Storytime podcast. Each episode brings you the craziest, creepiest, and cringiest stories from YouTube, TikTok, Reddit, and beyond. My story is about the time that I was broken up with at the 9-11 memorial uh, twice. Look, the internet is a dumpster full of stories. And I, your host, Will McFadden, dive in headfirst, sift through the flaming trash, and bring you nothing but treasures. Listen to all 21 episodes of Hashtag Storytime now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.